Welcome to Think Smart, Feel Smart, Live Smart. I'm V. Vincy, Registered Counselor, Relationship and Family Therapist and Founder of Headquarters Counselling Services. This podcast aims to break down the overwhelm of life and equip you with a toolbox of knowledge, tips and tricks to help you live your best life. This raw, real and unproduced podcast uses audio taken from my weekly live broadcast in the HQCS Community Facebook group. You can find a link to the community in the episode notes. It's free to join. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the community and a big shout out to our new members who I think we've had quite a few in the last uh, week or two and I'm really excited about that and I hope that you are going to enjoy the time that we get to spend together. So for those of you who do not know me, I am V Vincy. I'm a registered counsellor, relationship and family therapist and founder of Headquarters Counselling Services where I help people pinpoint confusion and chaos so that they can achieve clear, calm and the confident life that they tend to come in and ask me for. Not that I'm a miracle worker, but you know what? You help clear out that uh, that chaos and you get a little bit of calm, which is good. For those of you who do know me, you will know that I am completely passionate for delivering good quality mental health. Uh, And it is my mission to inspire you to live fully and authentically. So this community is about learning and connecting in a way that is far less formal than traditional counselling, but underpinned by the principles that I work with in my practice every day. So I gave you a rundown in our first live for 2021 about the way the topics have been set for this year, because like I said last time, I was literally flying by the seat of my pants last year. I focused specifically on the anxiety and stress that was ever present and the resulting behaviours from that. But this year I've taken a more long-term view of where we start the year, what happens in the middle and then rounding out the end again. What I do um, with all my topics is make sure that they are solidly backed up with science and it's why it's important for me to, for you to see what's happening and I want to go into the psychology behind what's happening and a way to do something different to get a different outcome because really at the end of the day I want each and every one of you to have a different experience than last year. I'm also shortening them to be you know a bit more precise and not take up too much of your time but I can't promise that they won't be a long one that they won't slip through to the keeper every now and then because I want to make sure that what I do give you is valuable and not me just sprouting bullshit. So I have been away for a week down south with the fam bam and it was awesome. Now why is this important? Well because it sort of fits with the topic tonight which is called investing in yourself. So investing in yourself. It's something I want you to look at before making any decisions about where you are heading, okay? Because we've been looking at um, what you want, the decisions. I mean, this is the prime time for uh, resolutions. So if you haven't listened to any of my topics in the last few weeks, you can go back and you'll see that we talked about New Year's resolutions, but not in the traditional way because... In a way, these resolutions are bullshit. If you have to make, if you have to wait to make a decision until the last week of the year or the last day of the year, then you you haven't really put the thought into it being a long-lasting change, unless 
you've been thinking about it for a while and then I'm going to go, well, why didn't you make the decision when you first started thinking about it? All right, so um, what was I going to say before that? Hang on. That's right. I was going to say, you know, you might think it's missing the boat to still be talking about making decisions, but I think that decisions made with reflection have a much greater chance of sticking. And that was the big thing that we looked at in news resolutions, that they often don't stick. And that's why they're a thing, because we all know that they're very likely to be a New Year's resolution for about a week. Sometimes you might get a month and then they slip off the radar. Now, we know that decisions which stick have a much greatest chance of success. And that's what I want. All right. Go back to our topic on change, which was last year. If uh, they are all listed in the units for you, so you can always see them by title. If you're on the podcast, they're numbered, so you'll be able to have a look. Change requires at least a six-month process. And if you don't really want the change, you definitely won't stick out the necessary time to implement that change. There is a phase in the change model between preparation and action that I like to call the beta testing phase. It's where you spend some time thinking about what you want to do and then you try a few things out to see if they are right for you. This is often the phase where people drop out because guess what? Testing means the failure rate is high. Yes, failure does not mean relapse. It means it didn't work, try again. This is what I want you to focus on while looking at what you want. You are testing. You're not necessarily deciding right now. So one of the suggestions that I received for topics this year was, and I'm going to quote this one, how to accept time for yourself without retreating to the put others first BS. Great topic. I love you guys and your questions and your topics. They're spelt out in my language, direct with no fluff. I love it. So the answer, simple, go to the title of this live, invest in yourself. So what the hell does that mean? Well, I'm glad you asked. Investing in yourself means taking control of your lifestyle in such a way that the time you have is used in ways that make you a better person. Becoming a better person simply means to improve in ways that you know will benefit yourself and others in the long term. In my office, I really condense that down to a very, very simple statement. Is it helping or is it hindering? If you've worked with me, you will know that often I get people that come in and they tell me their story, which is great. I love the story, love the story, love the story. And then they go, well, what am I going to do? I go, well, I don't know what you're going to do, but tell me this. Is what you're doing now helping you or hindering you? And I go, well, it's, it's, it's hindering. Okay, well, then you need to stop doing it. And then we start literally in the preparation phase, the beta testing phase. If that's not working, what are we going to do next? All right, and we've got to see what sticks. So that's what investing in yourself is. Knowing what ways that you can, or what you can do to improve the ways in which you know it's going to benefit yourself. And if the ripple effect is that it benefits others, great. But I want to start with what's going to benefit you to be where you want to be and who you want to be when you get there. So when we hear of ideas like this, we often tend to think it will require 
drastic change on our part, sometimes to the point of fatigue. The reality is that small everyday changes are what lead to extreme self-improvement. And this is a concept called the butterfly effect. The butterfly effect is a situation in which an action or change that doesn't seem important has a very large effect, especially in other places or around the world. Think someone eating a bat. So chaos theory relies on the idea of the butterfly effect. So that even slight imbalances in starting conditions lead to huge final variations in outcomes because of the fundamental instability of the system. And so we have the butterfly effect that was COVID. The principle suggests that a simple event can cause a cascade of other events. So it stands to reason that in reverse, by identifying what we value in ourselves and others, we can begin to take small steps towards becoming the person we want to become or make changes to situations that are not what we want. There are no shortcuts or easy fixes. True self-improvement requires legitimate and conscious investment in yourself. It requires you to know what you want, what's important to you and why. So how do you identify what you value? Well, this question used to be quite simple. You figure out what you want, you break it down into small achievable parts. It's almost a, it's a way of reverse engineering. Well, why isn't it anymore? Well, because values has become a really, really big thing in therapy. In fact, I work with identifying values a lot and I help people identify their values and use them as a guide for when the shit hits the fan, that they have got a little plan, I call it. It's a little roadmap to help take you, not necessarily out of the situation, but guide you to head towards who you are and who you want to be and where you want to go rather than looking back into a space in a situation that isn't helping you, right? But the question of values that I'm asking you to look at today is different because before you go looking for values on a deeper level for, level for guidance, we want to bear in mind that we are looking at what decisions you want to make for this year. Keep it simple. Go back to last week's, oh, not last week, the week before, because, you know, last week I was away. Go back to the episode before this one and look at the list I mentioned with regards to regular New Year's resolutions. I want to lose weight. I want to change my life, blah, blah, blah. People make these types of declarations because, in essence, they really do want them. The problem is the generic and vague nature around the want. I want to lose weight. Okay, but how much? All of a sudden, we are looking at decreasing something rather than increasing. We aren't increasing skills around food. We are often decreasing volume of food. We need very defined goals when we want to decrease something in our life because otherwise we feel like we're missing out. So actually like to work the other way. What do you want rather than what you don't want? For example, I'll use the example for me, that in 2020, I wanted to be healthier. Vague as well, but something interesting happened. When we start to add into our life rather than take away from it, we have a mindset shift. We go from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. 
simple words, big difference, really powerful results. Now I'm going to do a live on this topic a little later because this is super important in many parts of your life and mindset is particularly important because sometimes it is a simple mindset that changes the way you look at something because you know sometimes when the shit, when you're in the shit you can't change it you just got to go through it so I've lost my spot where am I I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna do a live on it so I will go into way more detail uh, about it but I've outlined it because when you add into your life you begin to believe the change you can see it you can feel it now I'm gonna push you deeper because of course you can choose to be healthier, which covers weight, food, physical activity. You can choose to look at what's important to you this year. This will cover values of what you want in relationships, friendships, careers. But I'm taking you somewhere else as well. I want you to go deeper and look at you. What do you see? What do you feel? What and how are you living? In my world, there are three main areas you can focus on in the journey of investing in yourself. Neglecting any one of them will likely lead to a weaker grasp of what you're trying to improve and add into your life, meaning you may never become a true master of what you want, in this case, you. So what are the three main areas? We've probably dabbled in these over the last nine months, or God, I've, I've lost how many months it's been now, so what, nine or ten months we're coming up to. First one, mental theory. Okay, so that's your thoughts. This is your mental component. This is the cognitive. It doesn't just apply to everyday thoughts that go through your mind. We want to look at them in our present, in our past, and in our future. So look at these thoughts as images. Go back to my earlier question. What do you see? Don't allow yourself to be boxed into one way of thinking or into exploring just one field's interpretation of something. Regardless of how beige or bizarre some thoughts or images are, they are important for a number of reasons. So one reason is that these thoughts allow you to imagine developing a skill in all different types of scenarios, as well as the infinite possibilities that are open to someone with competence in an area. It's important to see that mental theory is a skill that can be applied in different situations. And this is what makes us resilient, the ability to use a set of skills in more than one area. Another reason is that it keeps your mind active and focused on improving your skill like a well-trained and strong muscle. So keeping your mind primed for self-investment keeps it open to taking in even more experiences and knowledge which can only serve to help you. So always keep your self-investment outlook at the back of your mind. Everything you do should benefit you in some way or another and every experience is an opportunity to grow. So I want you to start looking at what, where are my thoughts? What do I want to think about? What thoughts keep going over and over? Do I need to look at them? Are they in my present? Are they from my past or am I worried about my future? It's a, that's, that's an investment in self. Start having a look. Number two, emotional IQ, which is EQ. So this area is a bit more abstract and certainly what frightens people away due to either the perceived pain or the actual emotional pain that is experienced. But it's important in becoming proficient in a skill 
uh, with your journey of self-investment. So EQ is the level of your ability to understand other people, uh, what motivates them and how to work cooperatively with them. But as usual, I flip this to apply to you. The level of your ability to understand yourself, what motivates you, and use this to work with yourself to guide what you want in your life is the EQ I work with. So there are five major categories of emotional intelligence skills, and we are and have worked with the first three, self-awareness, self-regulation, and motivation. They are all topics within this set of lives. Go back and have a look. So I'm going to be doing another in-depth live on EQ and we'll go through the five categories in full detail then. But these are the areas that when I say invest in yourself, this is what I want you to look at. Number three is physical practice. So this is by far the most important area in learning in any skill. This is because it's first-hand experience of how your current skill levels work to achieving the goals you have for yourself. So the importance in this area can't be underestimated because investing in yourself requires you to perform, not just understand. What would be the point in reading and researching how to be a guitarist without actually playing the guitar? It would be a waste of time and serve little purpose. So no matter what type of skill you choose to improve in order to invest in yourself, you must get out there and try it out in order to improve your performance. This is why the beta testing phase is so important. And, you know, one of the things in that, and this is where it all gets a little bit tricky for people, because I'm asking people to, you know, you can go out and invest in guitar lessons or you can do a, a, a ton of online courses at the moment. But are they investing in you looking at you? Right? That's the skill I want you to learn is you looking at you, understanding who you are, what, what's happened to you, understand what it was, what um, it's given you, more of the benefits rather than sit in the pain of it. We want you to have a look at it, but I want you to understand, well, why did this happen? And it's because it happened and you can't change it now. Those eggs are scrambled. It's like, well, what do I do with that? What did I learn from it? It was a shit lesson, but there is a lesson in there somewhere and it's moving that to guide you to be the person you now are as a result of that and take you forward to where you want to go, wherever that is. So why don't we consider investing in self as a legitimate investment? Well, this is where we go a little bit backwards in both in terms of the lives and in terms of mental theory because this is going to sound familiar. We think it's selfish and others think it's selfish and they let you know that. Sound familiar? Head back to the lives or the podcast on guilt and self-care. It took a month to work through the guilt series because that's how much shit we put towards feeling bad about doing stuff for ourselves. So here was my question. If you were to make an investment in yourself and as a result grew to be a better wife or husband, mother or father or friend, wouldn't everybody benefit? So why do we have such a disconnect between investing in self? The definition of selfishness is devoted to or caring only for oneself, concerned primarily with one's own interests with regard, no regard for others. And here lies the confusion. 
When we are talking about an investment into self, we are referring to personal growth where everyone benefits. So growth is described as the development from one stage to another. For many that suffer from a history of trauma or depression or anxiety, moving from one stage to another can be extremely difficult. The natural tendency is to avoid psychological pain. And this can limit our ability to prevent the negative effects of our past from influencing our present. So we see this result in self-destructive and self-sabotaging behavior that may include poor choices um, around substance abuse or relationships and simply impairments in daily functioning. So we want to foster personal growth and engage in self-improvement that benefits others so I want you to consider the following. It may be that you need to acknowledge what you are finding troubling and explore any connection to the past. Ask yourself, have I felt this way before and what contributed to me feeling this way? I want you to work towards understanding so that you can make sense of things. This is not the acceptance of bad things in the past. It's the acknowledgement of the complexity of things and awareness of the impact they have had. Acknowledgement and acceptance are often needed for resolution. The third thing I want you to do is commit to yourself and your goals. Resolution of negative things in the past allows attention to be focused on growth. So when you are focused on what you want to be and how you want to feel, it is difficult for depression and anxiety to control your mood. So investing in yourself is one of the best return on investments you can have. It sends a powerful message to yourself and to others. And the message is the value and potential that I possess is important enough to me that I'm going to give it the energy, space and time to grow and create results. So when you're willing to say yes and take that leap of faith and invest in yourself, the universe will provide you with amazing rewards. I can promise you this. When you invest in yourself, a world of opportunities will open up for you. And if you have a business where you sell your services, you will know that no one will invest in you until you invest in yourself first. I had a client this week um, reach out because she'd become triggered by something and she wasn't quite sure where to turn. It was something different to what we'd worked with previously. And we, we sorted some stuff out and, and we, we've, got a, we've got a bit of a plan in place for her, right? But she'd said to me, um, she felt, she always felt silly that she'd reached out and couldn't handle it herself. And I said, you know what? I said, I can tell you, that I had a bit of a, um, a wobble in the last couple of weeks, you know, myself. And she said, well, what did you do? And I said, I booked in to see my therapist. She said, really? And I said, of course, I need to go get my ass kicked every now and then because when you, when you get stuck, you need someone to kick your ass. You need gently, to gently kick your ass. You need someone to push you to be stronger than what you think you are, but you are strong enough. And she giggled and she said, I'm so glad that you go to your therapist to get your ass kicked just like the rest of us come to you and I said well the whole point for me is that if I don't walk the walk then I can't talk the talk and that is exactly what I've just said about a service-based business if no one if you don't invest in you then no one will invest in in you either 
If I don't do what I'm asking you to do, no one's going to come and book in to see me because they'll go, they'll question, well, is she being authentic? How does she even know this crap? I know part of it because it's theory, but a lot of it is experience. I've had to do what I am asking people to do. Those of you that know me personally know the stuff that's gone on in my life for me to have to do that, but not everybody does. So I have to make sure that everybody I work with understands that I don't just, well, you need to do this, this, and this. I've experienced it and can give you a first-hand experience and go, well, you know what, this is actually the theory, but can I tell you, in practicality, that doesn't fucking work. This worked, but that didn't work, but these are your options. Have a go, see what works for you, all right? Investing in yourself emotionally, physically, spiritually, and financially will allow you to become the best version of yourself. Where you are the best version of yourself, you will be an attraction magnet to others. I hope this inspires you to think about what you want for yourself this year on a deeper level and challenge you to make an investment in your thoughts and feelings for greater clarity into the extended areas of your life. Now, the last real question is going to be, where do you do it? And this is where it's going to get a bit trickier because some of these, it's, it's harder to do that. It will involve doing some one-on-one -on -one work. It might involve doing some group work. And that's where the, um, the course that I'm about to release or the program that I'm about to release is going to be able to help in that. I'm just not ready there yet. I'm not there. But you don't have to do that with me. There are a lot of people that you can do it with. But what I want you to do before you jump into that because there's a lot of people selling crap out there, I can tell you right now. I want you to really think about, but what do I want out of it? So that when you are looking or you are prepared to invest, you know what you want and you're going to be able to interview them rather than they interview you. You're going to be able to go, this is what I need. Is this going to be met? Okay, so... I hope you've enjoyed it. I'm spot on right on time. I did say I'd be, uh, you know, 20 minutes, but we were two minutes in before I started. So I think we're doing okay. Are there any questions? Because I've got some really cool topics coming up. Um, and like I said to you, I've done them a little bit differently this time. So it does have a bit of a flow, but it's not in the anxiety space. This is in everyday what's going on in the world space. And what I've noticed in the last week since I've been back at work is the, the, the theme that I've been getting is overwhelm. People are overwhelmed. And, and some people would, will say to me, I'm overwhelmed already. But do you know what? Most people, if I go back over history in my consult, most people are overwhelmed by now already because they put a lot of pressure on themselves in what am I going to do? What am I doing? Where am I going? And they don't think through them. They don't give themselves enough time to think through them clearly. You've got time. You've got time. It's okay. Think about what you want. All right. Love you guys. As usual, guys, send me anything you want me to talk about. All right. There is nothing that I won't. And I've, I've, in fact, you will probably find that the things you want me to talk about will probably be there. But if you need it earlier, I can swap that shit around. It doesn't bother me, all right? But you need to engage with me and tell me what you want. So, love ya. 